Welcome to the Hope Elam Podcast. We are a diverse church in the heart of Des Moines, seeking to bring God's kingdom as we live more like Jesus. We hope that what you're about to hear points you to Jesus Christ. Know that we're praying for you and look forward to connecting with you soon. This is fire, but you know what's really fire? I like, what is it? Our new thing for the year, God and us in real life. Is that it, God and us? That's like fire. Because what this is about is what I've been preaching about all along. It's about your personal relationship with God. It has nothing to do with your relationship with me. And everything to do with your relationship with God. Brandon, that's what... I want you to enhance your personal relationship with God. Because if you enhance your personal relationship with God, then you can enhance your relationship with me. But we must start with God first. Okay. So going into 2022, that's all I want from you is to grow personally. Now I'm not in it. You, you got God is free will. You either grow or you don't. But that's not my video. My video is to put it out there so you can have it. Amen. You can prepare. Come on, no, let's just do this one. You can lead a horse to water. For real. I'm going to lead you. But hey, whether you drink or not, I'm past that in my ministry. I'm past. I used to be in the ministry where I wanted more for the members than they wanted for themselves. I'm not like that anymore. I just, you know, I'm not. My job, I'm more succinct now. I'm more an encourager, an exhorter. And, you know, uh, you got to open up the door yourself and get it. All right? Here we go. Five habits of a highly effective, not mediocre, not so-so, Christian. And this is where I'm going to jump off. This is what I believe a highly effective Christian does. He creates a day. He creates a day. A highly effective Christian creates a day. Ah, oh, there you go. More of you, Lord. We want more. Oh, I love that. Jesus. Woo! Man, create a day. Me and Michelle, we both caught up. I'm telling you, that holy piece got us sort of like rockets over Michelle. We're just going to walk through, take our time for real, because we want to get through all the points today. I won't jump as far off as I did uh, at nine. Here's the word, create a day. And the word I want to break off is refresh, renewed, revived, restored, rejuvenated. Yeah, uh-huh. We want to be refreshed. Here we go. Eugene Peterson, one of my favorite authors, um, in his book, Working the Angles, he talked about being a Sabbath breaker. Being a Sabbath breaker is somebody who doesn't honor the Sabbath. It's somebody who understands on the seventh day we rest, but we work. 
we understand that uh, we're supposed to remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy, but we don't get in that spot to be refreshed by God. Being refreshed has something uh, to do with resting. Even the Holy One rested. Exodus 31, 17 says, and holiness was refreshed. <laughs> Even he realized that he needed to take a break. In Genesis 2, it says that he created the world in six days, but on the seventh day, he rested. On the seventh day, he got refreshed. On the seventh day, he was restored and renewed. On the, on the seventh day, he was revived because all the work was already done. And he got refreshed. So if it was good enough for holiness to get refreshed, then it should be good enough for us. And how do we get refreshed? Well, it's Communion Sunday. And come on, and we call it what? Holy communion if you don't feel any different after you take communion than when you came in hmm, you need to get saved again the first one didn't take <laughs> well it's in the bible remember you know uh christine jesus touched the man and the man said he still couldn't see jesus said that's impossible because i'm jesus and jesus did what he touched him again and then after he touched him again, what did the man say? <laughs> I could see. So some of you who, if you just take the, because it's just symbolic, if you just take the wafer and drink the wine and you don't change, you don't pray more, you don't feel reverence more, you don't stop and be refreshed by God, you don't bless your food before you eat it, you know, you just go about your day and you just think everything is everything based on who you are and what you can do. But if you don't stop and pause and be refreshed, Holiness was refreshed. But holy communion is symbolic of one thing, confession. I'm going to get to the points of that confession. Let's go to confession, um, connection, and confidence. There it is, confession. Confess, refresh, holy communion. When we take holy communion, we want to have a confession. Let me teach for one second. The, the Greek word for confess is homo legios. Confess, homo legios, stay with me. Homo, same, homo, same, legios, word. When we confess to God, he wants us to confess the same word. Oh, y'all better come on with that. Homo legios, same word. So when we confess, he wants us to confess the same word. And the same word he wants to confess is the salvation prayer. We cannot have intimacy with God. We cannot follow his instruction. We cannot grab onto our inheritance if we are not confessing to God. That's why Romans 10, 9, it says, I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth. What do I confess? Every twice born, blood bought, saved, sanctified, Holy Spirit filled, fire baptized, running for your life, not Tired yet Christian. If you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, it says you are saved. And when you are saved, you are saved to do ministry. But ministry beats you down and you get weak, weary, worn out, tired, and you want to faint. 
You want to faint because ministry makes you weary. Do not become weary in your well-doing because in due season you shall reap if you faint not. You shall reap if you don't give up. You shall reap if you keep chasing God. You shall reap if you get in his presence and be refreshed. You shall reap if you get refreshed by God. And if we confess <laughs> the same mind and the same word, we make a confession. Once we make that confession, our confession, just like communion, it connects us to God. It connects us to God. First John 4, 13, it says that God has sent us proof. God has sent us proof with the Holy Spirit that he is in us. And we are in him. Now, if, we, if he is in us and we are in him, then that means we are connected. We are connected because we have confessed with our mouth and believed in our heart that we are saved. And because we are saved, because of our confession, then that makes us connected to God. Are y'all still with me? Are y'all still with me? You, uh, let's just stop right here. Some of y'all should get a little bit more excited that you are connected to God. Because if you are connected to God, if he is for you, then who or what can be against you? If you are connected to God, greater is he that is in me, then he all y'all should be acting a little bit better than that. If you are connected with God, when you fall down, he will pick you up. If you are connected to God when you are sick, he will make you well. When you are blind, he, does anybody in here want to be connected to God? If you want to be connected to God, open up your mouth and give God some praise. Hallelujah! 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 All right, I feel it. I feel it. Watch it. See, watch it. When you are connected to God, watch it. The Hebrew word, oh, Jesus. The Hebrew word for, I got to do it because y'all, I'm just going this way. The Hebrew word for connect is yoda. Yoda means praise. That's what we just did. When we confessed, we started what? Praising. Uh-huh. That's confessed. That's your da. It's a form of praise. That's why I always ask you to raise your hands because toda is a form of praise. Come on. Sometimes when you confess, people... Not only is that a form of praise, that's a form of confession. So come on. All y'all need to confess this morning, just put your hands up like this and say, God, I confess. God, I confess. Oh, God. Woo. Now, stay with me, Joseph. Because you've done that, we are connected to God. And because you've done that, you can go to God with confidence. Oh, man. What time? Man, this is a good one. Watch this. First, John 5.14, we have the confidence. Fact check me. Anything you ask God, anything you ask God, come on. If, he'll do it if it's according to his will. If God wants you to have it, can't nobody stop you. 
When God opened the door for you, no man can shut it. If they open up, if they block the window, he'll tear off the roof. But God is going to make sure you get what he wants. Psalm 84, 11, no good thing. I'm out there now, Mary Alice. No good thing will be hell from those who walk uprightly. Oh, God. Confidence, because we're connected. We connected because we confess. Good time. That's what happens when you refresh and create a day. Now let's go to remember. Yeah. Good time. Remember. Okay, watch it. Mm. Yeah. I feel a lot better, a lot calmer. Watch this. Y'all don't miss it. See, y'all. This is part of our refreshment. Okay, you ready? The first word of refreshment is what? Remember. Remember when you were tired before? And the cool breeze of the anointed came in and rescued you. Remember when you needed a job and the cool breeze of God showed up. Remember when you wanted a relationship, the cool breeze of God showed up. Remember when you wanted a child, the cool breeze of God. Remember when you wanted to beat an addiction or a confession or, or you just wanted to be a better person. Then all of a sudden, the coolness of God showed up like he showed up with Adam when Adam was in the midst of the garden. You know, Adam had done all the work and Adam wanted a cutie. Adam was tired of being alone. And it says, God showed up in the coolness of the garden. He wants you to remember, Bible readers, those online, I'm out there now, I'm gone. What time is it? Hebrews 10.32, it says, remember your former days. One translation say, think back. One translation say, recollect. One translation say, remember your former days. Remember the past when God showed up for you. So now he's talking to Israel just like he's talking to Israel here. Remember, he told Israel in Hebrews 10.32, remember your former days. Remember when you were hungry, I fed you. Remember there were giants in the land, I defeated them. Remember when you were sick, I healed you. Remember, come on right now, you better think back to when you really needed God and you didn't think you deserved God, you didn't think he loved you, you didn't think he knew you, but then all of a sudden out of nowhere because somebody was praying for you, your mama was praying, your grandmama was praying, your cousin was praying, your brother was praying, and when you didn't have sense enough to pray for yourself because somebody else was praying for you, you got what God wanted you to have and now you're sitting in the sanctuary and have the attitude to David, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let me exalt his name together for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. His truth endureth. You remember. You remember to observe. Huh? The Sabbath day, Jesus, here's my part. Huh. Huh. And keep it what? See, y'all don't like to talk about holiness. Reverence. It says, wait a minute. He not only wants you to rest on the Sabbath, he wants you to keep it holy. Huh. He wants you to read some word. He wants you to follow some instruction. He wants you to have such peace that you're not trying to Praise God on the run. 
You ain't looking at your computer. You ain't looking at your Texas. You ain't watching a football game. You ain't watching Michigan State spank Pittsburgh. More of you, Lord. Hey, guys, I got to stop here. It's your Hurst here. Tell them prayer works. Michigan State was losing 21 to 10. And in my boxes, I ate Joseph. I did like my man, Tom Cruise and Risky Business. I went in. I didn't have on my sunglasses. Oh, y'all ain't like, like y'all ain't seen Risky Business. Dun, 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 dun. I said, Lord, I know we losing now, but Lord, let us come back and win because I know Iowa gonna lose. More of you, Lord. And Michigan State came back. Come on, y'all know. And they won. Okay? So I text everybody, prayer works. But let me tell you a secret. The only reason I pray for Michigan State, because when I'm refreshed with God, and I reverence him, and I get in his face, and I seek intimacy with him, as I follow his instruction, because I know my identity is in Christ Jesus. And because I have that identity, I have that inheritance. And that inheritance is the eternal and everlasting life. Are y'all still with me? Now you see why you need to be refreshed and need to be holy and reverent. Get in God's face. When was the last time you just stopped and got in God's face? Sometimes he wakes me up late in the midnight hour and Cheryl is sleeping. I tiptoe out the bed and I go get in his face. You not there. You not there. She not there. The only one there is me and God. And I reverence his name. I want his name to be holy. I want to act like Moses when he says in Exodus 3, 5, take your shoes off. You are standing on holy ground. I want him to be obedient like Habakkuk 2.20 where he says when the Lord is in his holy temple, let all the earth keep silence before him. It's something about the holiness of God. You know, the sermon was so impactful at nine when we we're talking about holiness. A couple stopped me and they said, Pastor, why? Give me some more on holiness. She had her notes. She said, I I I'm still a little confused. I said, well, it's because... Holiness in the Old Testament was the law. We can't keep the law, okay? But holiness in the New Testament is love. Ah, so the way we can live in holiness, you can't live, ooh, y'all better get this, you can't live in holiness in the law because you can't fulfill it, but you can live in holiness in love because Jesus didn't come to destroy the law, he came to fulfill the law. And because Jesus fulfilled the law, then you can live in holiness. It's not as hard as you think. All you gotta understand is remember holy communion. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the what can make me whole again? Nothing but the... So see, it's easier to live in holiness than you think if you understand that it's about love. It's about confession. It's about repentance. You can live in holiness. See, we would accept holiness if it was explained better. 
people would be, it would be more people saved if it would be explained better. Instead of come to church, pay your money, and do what I say do. Ain't nobody stealing that no more. Especially the millennials, my son. Because I'm, because I'm Joseph, come on. I see, now I'm going to just show y'all online people for real. I can see my ship passing. I can. Because millennials, they, they, don't, they don't want memory Bible verses and all that. This is what they want. This is what they want. And if we're not here, if we're not online, if we're not out in their face having personal, intimate relationship with them, talking about we a big church and a great church and got this and got that, they could care less. Read the statistics. People are not coming to religion now. You want to know why? Because look at it, because we play it off. Raise your hand to God. Praise him. Lift him up. So if I'm a twice, if, if I'm a new Christian and I come in here and I see the pizza sweating, exhorting you and you haven't moved a muscle, then I would think what? What benefit? Oh, now nah, y'all ain't going, y'all ain't going to talk to me now. That's what I would do. If I wasn't saved and I heard about this man named Jesus, Ryan done dropped it about how he was crucified, dead and buried, and he got up. If you watch out, he'll bring you out of the darkness into the marvelous light and all the other stuff he said. And I got all excited. And then I said, well, I'm coming to that church Sunday. And Deshaun starts singing, we need more of you, Lord. And I ain't mad at you. I'm not. I'm not. Because that's personal. I'm just hoping that you will find something at Hope Elam that will make you move. Oh, uh-huh. I'm not talking about, I don't care if you're not moving, but that just means God hasn't activated his anointing in you yet. But watch it, Rob. That's God's job and not mine. Whoa! Oh, let me say it over here. That's God's job and not mine. Uh-huh. Y'all ain't got mature and I want peace now. See, it's all on you. Y'all ain't going to be able to blame nothing on me in 2022. <laughs> Pastor, don't speak to me. Well, do you speak to me? It's all on you now. It's all on, it's not my fault. Okay? Joseph, use your gift. Well, I can't. That's all on you now. Deshaun, Julian, Ryan, use your gift. That's all on you now. And you will be refreshed if you keep it holy. Watch it. You got to rest. What time is it? Yep, we got rest. Rest. Here it is. But on the seventh day, is that, that, right, the day of what? And do what? To who? When is the last time you dedicated 15 minutes to the Lord? Don't raise your hand. When was the last time you put away everything and just said, uh, Moms, can you say, Dad, hit a baby. I'm not doing this. I'm going to go give me 10 minutes, and I want to go dedicate myself. Let me give you. And it usually happens when you're bitter, broken, and barren. Bitter, broken, and barren. Exodus 14, the Israelites. Red Sea in the front, Pharaoh in the back. I'm in Exodus 14. Moses, they get nervous. I'll oh, take us back. Moses, they, Moses holds up the rod. God say, be peaceful. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Come on, Bible readers. 
He, they crossed the Red Sea. That's Exodus 14. Bible readers say amen. amen. They crossed the Red Sea safe. But then they get to Exodus 15 and they're bitter, broken, and barren. They come to a place called Mar. Bitterness. And now they start complaining to Moses. The church ain't growing. Ain't enough white people. Ain't enough black people. The music ain't the way I like. The people ain't the way I like. Why she over this? Why she over that? Why that ain't happening? Why this ain't happening? Bitter, broken, and barren. And then, and right around verse 27, it says, and they came to a place called Elam, where there were 12 palm trees and 70 wells of water. 70 wells of water, 12. Read it. It was rest. Bitter, broken, barren. Rest. Ah, Elam. And they dedicated it to God. Now you're in Exodus 15. Let's jump to Exodus 19 so he can recognize you. See, I ain't even running you around the Bible today. I really want y'all, if y'all get this lesson, come on, I'm in Exodus. I'm, I'm, I'm not even running. All you got to do is read Exodus. Watch this. You have seen what laid to the Egyptians... You know how I carried you on eagle's wings and brought you to who? God wants you for. Oh, no, I must be over here. Y'all got to say it. Y'all got to. I'm coming back. I'm coming to see y'all better stay with me. God wants you for. God wants you for. I told you I'm coming back. Yeah, come on, come on. You need to, you're almost coming up here and seeing that's what I'm saying. Now, this is the kind of church I'm talking about. Talk back to me. Come on, talk to me. Come on. God wants you for. God wants you for. And watch it in Exodus, verse 3, verse 4. He calls them a peculiar treasure. Then he says, you are a treasure unto me. Then he says, you're valuable. Then in 1 Peter 2, 9, he says, you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. There's that holy again. He says, you're valuable to me, and you're so valuable that I'm going to bring you to myself. And once I bring you to myself, you better recognize who you represent. Oh, my God. See, what happened to us, we done forgot who we represent. We think we represent a rapper. We think we represent an NBA player. We think we represent a businessman. No, we represent a man, and his name is... And his name is... And his name... Oh, I was about to... Whoa, Lord, I'm... Y'all, I forgot. I'm Lutheran now. No, I'm just... <laughs> More of you, God. Mm, Jesus. No, I'm family. Y'all my family. You my family. You my family. Back there, you my family. Lloyd, you my family. Over here, y'all family. I'm my family. I don't need no title. I need refreshing in God. <laughs> I don't need no title. I need to recognize how much God loves me. And how much he needs me. And how he, much he wants to bring me to himself. So he can refresh us. Oh my God. So he can have intimacy with us. That we make it a point to get with God. Oh man, that is so sweet. 
So God, bring me to myself. And what you recognize who we represent, and that's what I want this community to see. I want this community to see that we represent Jesus, the one who sits high and looks low. I want the community to see we represent the author, the finisher, Alpha, Omega, Yahweh. I want us to know that we represent the one who's the rose of Sharon, lily of the valley, bright and morning star, wheel in the middle of a wheel. I want people to know that we recognize who we represent. And what we're hanging our hat on, we're representing this. And why do we want to represent it? Come on, sermon almost over, so if you ain't got with me all, if you ain't said nothing all sermon, now's your time because the sermon almost over. You ready? The beloved community is? Oh, y'all did pretty good this time. Let's try one more time. Okay, one more time for the Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. See this one? Look at it. You, God, it ain't about me at all, Jesus. Why do people think that? It's about you. Saying, I want more of you, God. That's my job. That's my assignment. That's why I want us to be a beloved community that I don't care what you are, how you look, how you feel. That when you come in here, you feel welcome. One of my dearest friends, I got to say it, because it's close to me. I tried to keep it under wraps, but because y'all my family, I'm going to tell you. One of my closest friends, son-in-law committed suicide. And do you know when you get that, I'm talking about a close friend. This ain't, then you know, this wasn't high, Michael Hirschhold Elam. This is what, Doc? And then he says, pray for me. And that's how I got the refresh point. I prayed for the refreshing wind of God. I want the beloved community to be if somebody's like that when they come here, they won't do it. They won't get drunk. They won't smoke crack. They won't go upside their mate's head. They won't that they will have interruption before incarceration. That's what I want the beloved community to be about. And we can be about that if we come and we're refreshed. If you get refreshed, it's hard for you to go ridicule somebody. Oh, y'all missed that. When you are refreshed and you're feeling, it's hard to go ridicule somebody because you are refreshed. And that's what I want the beloved community to be. That's us, y'all. I'm so glad y'all came out snow, slick. Man, we came out and watched. Hey, we coming. I'm, I'm with John. We coming for God. If you want to stay home, hey, that's what online is for. So many people, as I didn't make it for watch night, hey, okay. That's between you and God. Come on, Romans 14, 12. Y'all better write it down. Each man, each woman, you got to give your own account to God. Not to me. Say, God, I couldn't got now this without a deal for watch. God, you know it's slippery out there, and you gave me five senses, bro. And I'm finna go in here and watch it right here. You understand? Because you want to know why? You had another opportunity today if you didn't make watch night Friday. 
you made it today. And you want to know why? And you have an opportunity to make it every day because you want to know why? So you can rejoice. So you can rejoice. So you can rejoice. So you can. Now, 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 I'm done. <laughs> Having fun. Y'all getting it. I'm so happy. I love Jed. <laughs> Jed, see, I can't. Did you hear one more time, Jed? I just love it. Come on, Jay. Refresh him, Jed. Refresh him. Come on, Kyle. Come on, Kyle. Hit him. Hit him. Hit him. Come on. This the rejoice point. Come on. Hit him. Hit him, Kyle, with a little. Come on, Kyle. Come on, Jay. Come on, Kyle. This is, I'm refreshing you. Jesus. Close your eyes and get refreshed. Come on. Come on, get refreshed. Come on, leave everything behind. This hope Elam. Jesus. Jesus. I love you, sir. Jesus. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Jesus. I love y'all so mommy. Yeah, y'all broken like me. I love it. I love Hope Elam. Y'all broken. Y'all broken like me. Hope Elam, where the wounded are welcome and the faithful have fellowship with Christ. Hope Elam, if you're broken, bitter, barren, disappointed, in darkness, this is a place for you. We want to create a day where you can come into Hope Elam and get refreshed, renewed, and restored. My time is up. Jesus. Thank you for yours. Won't you stand for Holy Communion? much for joining us. To find out more about Hope Elam, follow us on Instagram at hope.elam or visit our website at hope-elam.org.